I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today we are talking about the challenge of being fit in the winter. And with me is Melanie Jukes, who is an associate professor with the USU Extension Service. Melanie, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's always a bit of a challenge if you're not uh, one of those people who really embrace the colder temperatures to be outside and being fit. But how can we look at this a little bit differently, change our perspective about being fit in the winter? One way to look at it is that Utah really does have a variety of beautiful seasons. And so if we look at it in a way where Utah is beautiful even in the winter, then maybe we can enjoy being out in the cold to see that beauty. So that's one way to look at it is how can you experience that beauty even when it's cold outside? So give us some tips. Give us some things that we can do to maybe enjoy the winter season more. Yeah. So embrace that season. Dress up. Bundle up. Get a couple of those layers Um, cover head to toe if needed. Try just a few minutes outside, maybe just a walk up and down the street if you're not into the rugged extreme temperatures of the mountains that we have here. Um, It can be really refreshing to get that nice cold air. It helps us not only breathe better, but think more clearly. Um, But there are days, of course, when it's going to be bad air, maybe really, really cold freezing temperatures, and that won't be the the most convenient option Not the for us to go day, outside. Right? Yeah. But on those days where it's nice and clear and beautiful, um, maybe sledding's an option. And even if you're older, even if you've got younger children, it can be really fun and a great way. If you've ever booked it back up those hills, um, it can get be quite the workout. Of course, that doesn't have to happen every day, but that's one activity you could do with young children, do with your family. That is a great way to embrace the season and really does get you physically active. Right. Anyone who's done that recently, you know how you're using your legs to get back up the hill, pull the, you know, the tube, inner tube or whatever you're using. Yep. And then if you're hauling kids too, that might tucker out <laughs> a little faster. No doubt about it. Definitely <laughs> it burning off the calories there yeah. and getting fit. Uh, give us some other ideas. You know, hiking is often overlooked in the winter because of the snow, but there are still accessible trails right here in Salt Lake, right up above us. We've got Enzyme Peak. It can be difficult depending on the weather, but not necessarily, especially because there are a lot of people that will go and kind of tread down that snow for you. Um, So hiking around Utah, not just in Salt Lake, is possible. Maybe not to every peak, of course, in the winter, but that might be an option as well. Especially down in southern Utah, I think we often overlook southern Utah where in the summer it's so hot and sometimes really hard to hike in those 100-degree days. Uh, winter's a possibility to hit some of those sites in Utah as well, in southern right. Utah. What really does happen in the winter, and how does it affect our bodies? Is it more psychological that we want to hibernate, or what exactly is going on? <laughs> That's a super good question. Um, you know, there's a lot of research coming out about SAD, um, what they call the seasonal anxiety and depression yeah, seasonal affective disorder, right? Yes, yes. thanks. Seasonal I know because disorder. I'm sort of affected by it. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and it can affect us in many different ways. Um, to some people, it is like a mini depression or you know a seasonal depression where we do just kind of want to hibernate. 
And sometimes getting outside can help with that. It is hard because it's cold and bundle up. However, you don't have to go outside. And there's a lot of research out there that shows that any physical activity will help with clarity of mind, will reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression, not just get you fit and help you lose weight and all of the you know physically active symptoms we often think of. But think of it also in your mind. It, being active, whether or not you're outside, is a great way to kind of clear the mind and, and induce happiness. Right. I think sometimes we put so much emphasis on losing weight or getting fit, but we're not really thinking about getting healthy or being healthy or maintaining our health. So maybe that's something that you could address and how how maybe we should change our perspective and just how we're looking at those things. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think sometimes if we pay too much attention to how do I look, am I losing weight, uh, then the physical activity isn't as fun and it's not as meaningful mentally to us and physically beyond our weight because it does benefit us in so many ways as far as circulation or, you know, so many physiological things it helps within our body beyond weight control. And, you know, for a while I was a fitness instructor and that was one thing that was really hard for me was when I had students come and they were just so obsessed with losing weight that they weren't even enjoying it to the full capacity. And that's one of my tips for everyone is don't get in it for the weight. That might come, it might not, you know, coming off. Um, But there's so many other benefits to you to get physically active. Um, And we need it. We all need it, especially in the winter. Right. Plus we get easily discouraged, don't we, when we're just looking at losing weight. Yeah. It's not that easy to lose weight. Yeah. You have to work at it. You know, And that in some ways, I can see how people get stuck to that, not just the culture and how we're surrounded with it, but that's a tangible thing. We can actually, you know, see see the, the scales and how much we weigh, but it's, as, it's not always as easy to see how better you feel. Um, and one thing I suggest to people is, is pay attention to how you feel when you're exercising and when you're not. And that can be a really good motivator to, to get up a little early or to do something before you go to bed or to take a walking break during a working break um, instead of, you know, the, the tendency we have to want to sit and curl up with a blanket and sleep right. <laughs> during the winter. Plus, it really has to be, to be successful, we really have to choose something that we'd like to do, that we enjoy doing, or we're not going to continue. Yeah, I agree with that. And I will also encourage people to try new things that you might not think you'll enjoy and given enough time to really test it. That might be a few times. It might be once and you know whether or not you like it. But I think sometimes, you know, learning something new can be hard. And so if you give your chance, give your brain the chance to kind of sink into it, get into the motion of it, it becomes not as difficult, a little more familiar. And then you can kind of gauge, is this something I like? Or something I don't. You'll often hear people talk about a runner's high. I have a coworker who says she runs four or five days a week and she still never gets one. She's like, I really don't like it. But she's chosen to do that. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people who will press through it and eventually they do and they find that enjoyment. And I'm not saying you have to push on with everything because you do want to find that balance of something you enjoy. But there are a lot of ways to be physically active. It's not just about walking and running. I think the runner's high goes back to what you were saying earlier about the enjoyment, though. I think it's all about how you or how you feel, basically, is what you said, how you feel when you're doing it. And after you do, after you run for a while, even though it may not be your favorite thing to do, you feel better. You can run farther. 
Yeah. Right. So I think people may think that the runner's high is maybe um, a bigger thing maybe than it truly is. I really think it's just about how you feel. Yeah. And I think what you mentioned about running farther, if you're kind of paying attention to where you are as a base point, and then you can see how far you've come, even in small ways. If you are not a very physically active person and are really just trying to walk around the block a couple of times on your own, pay attention to what you used to be able to do, how long it used to take you to do, and what you can do now. And those can be really good motivators as well. Especially right. Notice that you're cold. not out of breath after just a couple of steps, right? Yeah, exactly. So those are good ways to do it. But making it fun, you know, I do know a few people who they've tried a few different things, maybe workout classes as a group, stuff at home on your own, outside walking around, and they're just not, it's still not something they enjoy. So other ways that they can make it enjoyable is maybe they find great podcasts to listen to while they're doing it, great books to listen to or read while they're exercising, great friends to invite and be with, or a family activity where you're doing something more social and entertainment, but it is still active. So that's another way to look at it too. If you if it's really just, you know, something you dread a lot, how can you bring in that fun to it? I know many people like to work out individually, but talk for just a minute about having a support group or an accountability group and how that changes the dynamic of getting healthy. Yeah, when somebody's relying on you, I I think most of the time we as humans want to please someone. We want to make sure that we're meeting our obligations. And so when you have somebody that's holding you to something that's making you accountable, that can be a great motivator for for most people, I think, to be able to uh, follow through with their goals, with what they said they would do when there's somebody else there to meet them at the gym or meet them at the corner or, or, you know, walk around with at lunchtime or something like that. So that can be a really great motivator. And I encourage people, especially this time of year, when we're often making New Year's resolutions is what is that follow through? Who can you have on your team to support you? And and whether or not they're out being active with you, how can they support you in, in reaching those goals? Right. Is outdoor activity or just activity in the winter a real concern for the extension service? Are there some numbers that show that really people aren't as active as they should be? Yeah, a couple. Let's see. It was early last year, 2018, two years ago now, early 2018, the um, through the CDC, a report came out on official recommendations for adults and children in the United States to get more physical activity. And they used to say that you needed like 20 minutes at one time in order to benefit your heart or, you know, strengthen your muscles or those, those kinds of benefits. And they started, in the studies they did, they found that people weren't doing it. And they started looking again at different studies and found that, you know what, it doesn't even have to be 20 minutes at one time. As long as it's split up among the day, they're they wanting about 150 to 200 minutes a week, which is about 20 to 30 minutes a day. And they have found in their studies that it really doesn't matter if it's Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at lunchtime, five minutes just before bed, you know, if it's spread throughout the day or if it's all at once, which is great news Mm -hmm. because then the benefits of taking the stairs at work or parking farther away at the grocery store really can add up and affect our health in a positive way. Um, We know in Utah, we've got high obesity rates like many, many other states in the United States and adding and increasing physical activity to at least those 20 to 30 minutes a day can really make a big difference, not for just obesity, but also just our health and our mental health. There's a lot of research coming up about 
uh, physical activity affecting our mental health as well. And that's huge in Utah where we've got really high suicide rates, really high um, anxiety and depression. Um, so it is. It is a thing that we're concerned about for, for us and our and the people we live and associate with. Right. I told you I'm not a lover of the cold, but I am a lover of being outdoors. And there's something that I really thrive on. Um, just the other day, for example, it was super cold, but I looked outside and there was all these pine needles all over the patio. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to take a second to just, you know, you know, sweep up the pine needles. And it, you know, probably took me 10 or 15 minutes, but there's something so invigorating just about being out there accomplishing just some small task and just breathing the fresh air and being outside and just getting some sunshine in the winter. Yeah. It's true. So that was my 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Well, and and we have had kind of a snowless winter so far, um, raking leaves, working out in your yard a little bit, cleaning up. But when it snows, obviously the snow removal is a lot of work too. And there is something. There's there's research coming out too, which I think is so great, about our connection to nature and the benefit of our mental clarity and health that way as well. I should have been part of that study because I would verify that. 100%. Yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah, I'd much rather be outside cleaning up the leaves than cleaning my bathroom. There's just no doubt about it. That's for sure. So how can we be successful at improving our health? How should we be looking at just getting healthier in the new year? Yeah, that is a question we're all wondering about this time of year. We all want to know, okay, I want to be healthier. And then it's an overwhelming balloon of, you know, things to eat. Things to exercise with, you know, what air we breathe, all that sort of stuff. Um, I think one of the best things to do is to look at your day and say, okay, where can I fit in the 20 minutes a day? That's not a lot of time, and maybe it can't happen in one 20-minute setting. When, how can I divide that up? Who can help me? Who can help me do this? Do I want to be outside? Can I squeeze in a walk outside on a good clear day? Or should I be inside with um, an online free program or a workout video you borrow from the library or or, or a gym if you've got a gym pass or something? That's great. But kind of look at your day, find out where you can do it, and schedule that in and try to stick to it for a little while and notice how you feel. Of course, we want to drink water to help our bodies and eat good fruits and vegetables and whole grains that can also help with not just our physical health but also our mental health as well. So that's what I would suggest. Start with looking at your schedule. Where can you fit it in? In small ways if you need to start that way first. All right. Anything you'd like to add? Um, I I guess the last thing I would add is that even though I've talked a lot about getting outside, in the winter there's still a lot of great things we can do inside too. Um, and, And that's not to be overlooked. We don't have to go outside for exercise. There's a lot of things we can do inside to yeah. stay moving as well. Well, it used to be people would go and walk around the mall if they could. You can still outside. do that. You can still do that in yes, some places, exactly. right? There's not a mall in my neighborhood anymore, but you yeah. know. And there are still places like ice skating. I know we think of that in the winter, but that's indoor all year long at a lot of our venues in in the Utah area. Um, even well, swimming. Yes. Yes. All of these things we think of that maybe go with summer work really well in the winter indoors. Yes. Yep. So that's an option as well where we can stay warm inside. Still, right. And still be active. Just find something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Melanie, thank you so much. You're welcome.